Do you like aliens, UFOs, cryptids, and the supernatural? What about self-defecating humor? Uh, actually, it's self-deprecating humor. Well, you may both be right. Alien Theorist Theorizing is a comedy podcast that examines cases like Roswell, Bigfoot, or the Atacama Alien. If any of these topics pique your interest, subscribe to Alien Theorist Theorizing free anywhere you find podcasts or go to alientheorists.com. Hey everybody, it's Joe Trippy, and welcome back to That Trippy Show. This week, the war on Christmas is over. Christmas won. Again, to extend its undefeated streak. But the war on, de- war on democracy is not only real, but it continues. And we should probably tell Fox News about that one. Alex, where, where, where do you want to start? Uh, and and let's, let's try to keep this up. I mean, I, I mean it's, it is a... Uh, our last show b- before the holiday season here at Christmas. I hope everybody en- will enjoy that. Um, uh, and we will be uh, back after the new year. But uh, let's get to some of the stuff that we want to talk about. Uh, try to leave it on an up, on an up note at the end. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we can't start on an up note because this week, obviously, everyone's still all over the, the latest on the Build Back Better negotiations. Mansion basically telling Biden no deal. They're both kind of talking to each other in the press now. Where does this leave us, Joe? You know, look, th- this gets to the bad hand that Joe Biden uh, was, you know, you know, you know, was dealt with a fifty-fifty Senate. Uh, it's just that's start there, and then you have obviously a you know obstructionist Republican Senate that is giving no quarter and no help. And uh, it won't matter what it does for the American people. If it's going to help Joe Biden, forget it. No, knows the vote. And at the same time, you know, look, Democrats have 50 seats in the Senate. It's not unusual to have conservative, moderate, liberal uh, members of the party and where you have to come uh, get when you, it, what's unusual is having to get every single one of them without a single Republican vote. And so, you know, that that gets to where we're at. The real thing, though, here is the press. I, I think the press has been just incredibly off. I mean, every single piece of this coverage is about Democrats in disarray because they can't c- come to agreement. Manchin wants this. Uh, Manchin says no, or cinema, or you know whoever. Progressives want more. The real culprit here is the Republicans in the Senate, Republicans writ large in, in Washington, who are obstructing, who are not participating at all, who are pr- practicing every anti-democratic move they can, and they're not part of. The, they're just innocent bystanders in all this, right. as far as the press is concerned. They're just they're just bystanders. They have. They're they're not involved at all. And so it's the Democrats that are in disarray because we're not going to cover what's really going on here. What's really going on here is a Republican Senate and Republican obstruct. I mean, you know, again, the authoritarian stuff that's going on in terms of, um, you know, what this party is about right now is nothing to help anybody particularly if it helps Biden, no. 
And second of all, they're not for 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 people voting. I mean, the the, the two things that they are right. doing is not that should be the top story every day. And that's, by the way, and they get to. And that's why Joe Biden and Joe Manchin need to come to, you know, or having need to come to agreement. There has to be compromise. And that's the other thing I think um, that Democrats are just getting plain wrong. If you understand the moment, it doesn't matter what wing of the party you're in. We're, there is nobody. There are no other votes out there. You can be ticked at Manchin all you want, but there are no other votes. He's the only other vote we can get. Therefore, where do we need to compromise to get to 50, have Harris break the tie with no help from the Republicans and get something done for the American people? Because the Republicans aren't going to help us. And you can disagree with Joe Manchin all you want. And God knows I do. But the fact of the matter is... You got to get his vote. You have to get we have to compromise with each other to get something, which I think does lead you to uh, get to some of the questions you want to ask me. Well, you've got you've got 50. This is the thing. You've got Joe Manchin. And if you if you follow the news at all or on Twitter, or especially on the progressive side of Twitter, which, again, is a tiny bubble. But you'd think that's, that that's Joe Manchin is, life, the, you know, that. is the is the only senator on the planet. And there are 50 Republicans right. in absolute lockstep saying, no, no, no. We're not even talking like, hey, we want these three things and the Democrats no. want these three things. And there's no there's it's not like there's some kind of compromise here. There, It, it is just hard. No. Tim Kaine said this last week where it was like something along the lines that there is no way that they're going to give us anything on voting rights for obvious reasons. They're not going to so, give us anything on anything. Right. So if you look at that from that lens, which the press is not doing, all of a sudden, okay, this makes it, I think you would probably, if, if you had to have Joe Manchin and Joe Biden agree, I think they'd probably agree that there are 50 Republicans completely in opposition to this. So w- w- this is this is kind of one of the questions that we saw on Twitter this week, but it, it seems like that's pretty clear to, to us in the cheap seats. Why are they not giving any any Democrats anything to work with here? By that, I mean Biden and Manchin. Why can't we just go say the Republicans are in lockstep in opposition? We got to get something done. Here's what we will get done. Let's go do it. Well, that's what they have to do. Uh, that's the only thing that's going to happen. I mean, I, I, I saw a, a quote from Ezra Klein, I think, that said, I, you know, I quote him, I've come to believe that a big part of midterm demobilization for the governing party is that the dynamics of legislative compromise makes winning feel like losing. The drip of concessions leave huge accomplishments feeling like barely worth it quarter quarter loaves. You know, it says see Obamacare. There's another dynamic Democrats need to figure out how to avoid here, though I'm not sure how you do it. You want to do big things, celebrate them with elections and build on them, not do big things, hate each other, lose elections and watch Republicans destroy democracy. And I, I, he, he's totally right. And so what what I think comes from that is, yeah, um, the the party, the governing party, the only party uh, that's still believes in democracy, evidently, in the country is the Democratic Party. And and how, what's democracy? Democracy is you 
nobody gets their way. It's everybody coming to the table, you know, having the debate, finding compromise and getting the votes to agree to get it done. Uh, And that's what the Democratic Party, I think, um, still thinking a lot of them, too many of them thinking we're, we're back to normal times here, think it's okay. this wing can fight with that wing. No, (laughs) we've we've got to quickly find the middle ground on any of these bills. And there's plenty of ground there, uh, I think. And they will, I think, in January, hopefully. But it should have been done a long time ago. It should be get what you can get done, pass and get on. And, And more importantly now, get to voting rights fast. And sell it, right? Yeah. It feels like there's also this communications problem. You had four years of Sean Spicer and every Republican press secretary essentially just lying all the time and not even worrying about the narrative. I feel it feel almost feels like Democrats are too concerned about the narrative. No, I don't know. I don't think I think they're, they're it's more the Democrats are still separating. You know, it, we've always had uh, a, a fight uh, in the party between moderate uh, or more conservative Democrats and, and the progressive wing. That's always been there. And like I said, I, I've learned this over the ages of my career, uh, going back to being in the progressive movement, movement that primary Jimmy Carter is sitting president of the United States because he wasn't progressive enough, which did get us eight years of Ronald Reagan. Um, I might point out another and four years of, of George Herbert Walker Bush. That's what we got to show for for that fight. This is just the wrong time to have that fight. It just it just is because it what's it, what's at stake right now is our democracy, not not a three point five trillion or two point one trillion um, for a bill, or not this part of the bill or that part. In the end, if you don't have if, if you lose it all in twenty twenty two and twenty twenty four, the the authoritarian movement that didn't want any of this stuff will stop it dead in its tracks, and you'll never get it back because. We, had, we, didn't, we didn't do what we needed to do to defend democracy, to defend the future uh, going beyond just democracy. If you really want to do something about climate change, this bill, it may be important, but if, if these guys are in charge, <laughs> I mean, they don't believe in science. They don't, you know, climate change is a hoax the same way COVID-19 was a hoax. Forget about it, man. So, you know, it's time to like, in a lot of ways, we've got to prove that democracy does work. And democracy works by wings or differences, different groups coming to agreement on where they, you know, where they can when they have a majority to pass something. We've only got, we have no margin of error. And that's the and that's what Joe Biden's been trying to navigate. And and the press, of course, again, I just want to like on this uh, subject, just go out bringing the same thing. They have let the democracy down. They are reporting a party in disarray versus what 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 has caused this debate, these differences that they keep focusing on without and, and treating the Republican authoritarian 
you know, I mean, just I, you can't even come up with words to describe obstructionist that these people are doing and and like and and not reporting at all again as if they're innocent bystanders and all this and have no responsibility and and, and, and no duty to the country or or even to their own supporters readers yeah yeah. yeah. Well, Joe, you're not the only one who's had enough. I, I saw you tweeted this, but there's a really good article from Monica Bauerlein of, of Mother Jones that we'll definitely yeah, make sure that's in our show notes. Definitely definitely included in the show notes, which is, again, what I was about to say, but that's OK. She asked the question, what if the media covered the war on democracy like an actual war? Well, yeah, that's uh, what, what we were saying in the last, you know, last segment. But I mean, the reality is they're not covering uh, the war on democracy. And they don't cover it that way at all. Uh, but unlike the war on Christmas, the war on democracy is real. And it's it's something that, again, I believe the press corps has completely uh, let us down. Let the, it, I mean, part of that is um, they, again, it's like the same thing with corporate America um, that thinks, you know, have grew, you know, basically the the mo the you know the 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 average way a corporate you know co- corporation sort of uh, managed its way through Washington was giving to both sides, and the media is doing the same thing you know covering it uh, you know they've got it all wrong it, they they're not it, it's there there are not two sides now in the in the traditional sense of real right you know Republicans versus Democrats conservatives versus liberals. Um, this is the anti-democracy party versus the party that's pro-democracy, and they're not covering it that way at all. Um, and so, you know, it's just uh, uh, something that I'm glad that uh, Monica uh, called it out. Joe, Monica points out a bunch of it about how there's a ton of stuff just not even being covered. I mean, she points out that the Eastman memo that was legitimately like, how do you legalize a coup, got no attention whatsoever. But she does have some interesting solutions that kind of dovetail with what we've been talking about the last couple of months. Yeah, look, she says to make the war on democracy a full-time beat, uh, call out fascism for what it is, stop trying to have no opinion, and recognize that all of us, readers, writers, everyone have a stake in this. Dana Milback calls it partisans for democracy. Yeah, the press needs to take sides. That's what I'm saying. You can't have, um, oh, both sides do it. No, both sides don't do try to destroy our democracy. Okay, there's only one side trying to do that today. Um, uh, if you're a corporation and you're giving to both sides, you're giving money to people who are trying to destroy our democracy. Uh, if you're covering this as a press person and trying to say. Oh, I'm I'm an independent. You cannot be an independent, un you you know unbiased voice out there when it's the autocrats trying to destroy democracy and a and those pro democracy. If you're in the press, you're pro democracy. I don't think it works too well. Uh, press doesn't work. Freedom of the press doesn't go too well. In, autot- in an autocratic regime. So anyway, she also says, you know, don't focus on national issues. Issues. Look at what's happening at state and local level and treat it with the urgency it deserves. This again goes back to what's happening 
you know, in, in local school board, uh, local uh, election board uh, things, things that are happening, who's being purged to, to help uh, slam uh, election results in the next one uh, and spread the word. We have to break out of our echo chambers. And that's something I was saying early on in all this that, you know, we have to, we don't have the echo chamber that the, 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 the of Fox and Breitbart and, and, and Newsmax and OAN and all the different components out there that the, the anti-democratic forces have built for years, for decades with billions from uh, billions of dollars invested in doing it. We've got to have a, a, you know, what I would say a comms core of thousands and thousands, millions of Americans who are, who are attacking the disinformation, uh, using social media uh, to, to, to get, uh, you know, to keep amplifying and spreading the messages. And, you know, she did have uh, some holiday advice, though. Uh, give yourself the gift of turning down the volume. Allow yourself to not click on that scary headline. Mute that pundit who gives you heartburn. Um, and, and including me, by the way. But literally, folks, uh, take a break from all this between now and enjoy the Christmas holiday uh, and the new year. And take some time because in 2022, as soon as that New Year's here, yes, we're all going to have to become a very active pro-democracy coalition um, to save uh, to save the country. Because I don't believe I've been saying this: you cannot count anymore on we can't count on Garland or Southern District of New York or the press corps. It's us. Um, we have to do it. And there's enough of us out there. There are enough Americans who still believe that democracy uh, and rights matter and that we should, and that everybody should have a voice in their future. It's about defending the future. This will be a quick one because we're just about out of time. But, you know, one thing that we've consistently been saying is is how outplayed the Democrats have been for the better part of, I mean, basically my whole life and longer than that, about how thoroughly they've been outplayed on the judiciary. I mean, we had we've had guests come on and talk about how the formation of the Federalist Society, how it's in law schools, how so many appointees now just lean so heavily conservative. But some good news this week. Biden set a record that's not getting a lot of coverage, Joe. Yeah. So Biden got 40 judges confirmed this year. That's that ties uh, Reagan's record. But you got to remember, you know, Trump got 226 confirmed uh, with an average age of 47 over his, uh, over his uh, four years. And that's going to take a, a, a lifetime to reverse. But right now, um, uh, Joe Biden could be ahead of that, that, you know, could, could get ahead of that. Um, the problem is, I mean, and, and one, he deserves a lot of credit. Most, uh, it's the most diverse year of judges ever, 80% women, uh, 67% from minority groups. And, you know, the, the, there are a couple of problems. So one, if the Senate changes in uh, 2022, you know, it's going to go to all stop. McConnell and the gang will, you know, will not approve anything. In fact, they're already talking, yeah. saying they're he not. He already said yeah, no, the, no Supreme Court no, nominee. No Supreme Court yeah. nominee, uh, which does get to this, the, the fact, you know, yeah, 40 uh, judges. Uh, it, it's a, a, a big, uh, 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 you know, it, again, tying Reagan's record, 
but it's it's still a situation where it just points again to how important 2022 is. Um, that again, take your time, take a break, uh, enjoy your holiday season, and, and come into the new year prepared to try to 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 really fight to hold the Senate and, and the House majorities because it's clear that I mean, look, if a Supreme Court justice does uh, come up in Biden's term, it's likely one to occur in that, you know, 23, 2023, 2024, where if McConnell has it, he'll do the same thing he did with Merrick Garland and not not ever let it come to a vote. So there's a lot at stake uh, in the 2022 elections. Um, in, you know, again, enjoy the holiday spread this message to friends after the holiday. No reason to bum them out right now um, if they're already bummed out. But thanks for listening to that trippy show. We'll be back in the new year because unlike the war on Christmas, the war on democracy is very real. We'll keep fighting and I hope you'll join us. See you all in 2022. And don't forget, please subscribe to that trippy show and have a review on Apple or wherever you listen. And please do share this with a friend. You can always send us a question to that trippy show at gmail.com or leave us a question in the review on iTunes. See you next time. Have a great holiday, my friends. At Progressive, we know how much you love your recreational vehicles, so we decided to record this commercial in an RV. With a family on vacation. Mom, who are these people? Oh, that's Flo and Jamie. They're recording a commercial, sweetie. Don't they do that in the studio? Oh, normally. No. But we wanted to feature a family who bundled their home and RV and saved with Progressive. Um, yeah, it looks like you're all out of chips. Okay, I think we'll just drop you off at the next gas station. Bundle your home and other vehicles with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.